We're glad that you're able to join us today. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Pastor Dennis. I am the senior pastor of Victory Green Hills. We have two services every Sunday. We have our 10 a.m. and our 5 p.m. We'd like to welcome you to our morning service. As you all know, we are going through our series called The Gospel Explained, and we're looking at the Book of Romans. Right? And this is a long study that we're making. No? When I say long, I'm not exaggerating. It's really long, right? Mahabang mahaba po. Because the book of Romans is very central to how we are going to understand the Christian faith and how we're going to live it out. In fact, in the first few chapters from Romans 1 down to Romans 6, you would see so much of the concepts and the theology that Paul had but then he would shift on later and make it more practical. And we're going to that process right now where Paul is no longer just explaining concepts. Pero tinuturuan din niya tayo on how we're going to live this out. Okay, Paul is instructing us, how do we live out this gospel? How do we make this real in our everyday life? Right? And before we jump off, I know we've studied Romans 1 to 5, and there are certain themes there that Paul has already mentioned. And then he jumps up to Romans chapter 6 with the context that alam po natin ano nang pinag-uusapan sa Romans 1 to 5. And there are some conversations that, that has been happening that Paul was trying to address to the point na feeling niya medyo ano na to, no? Medyo silly na tong pinag-uusapan natin. And I will answer it once and for all. So before we jump into Romans 6, I made a survey this week sa Facebook. Sabi ko, ano yung mga silly things that people say? Especially mga Filipinos, no? Ano yung lagi nating sinasabi na medyo minsan wala nang meaning or minsan parang, ha? Huh? Ano daw, te? Diba? So, ano yung mga bagay na ganun? Let me share to you some of them. Okay, ito yung number one favorite ko, no? Pwede bang mag-order ng iced tea na walang ice? Diba? These are silly things that we say uh, to, to pag nag-order tayo. Kaya nga, iced tea dahil may ice. Here's another one. Yan, itak out mo, mas bagay. Ano? Alam nyo naman, ibig sabihin ng tak, di ba? Tak, ibig sabihin pinapasok. So, hindi mo pwedeng itak out. Walang tak out, no? Pero ang mga Pinoy gumawa ng bagong term, itak out mo, mas bagay. Next is, saan ka na? Ang laging sagot sa atin, andyan na! Ibig sabihin, mga 45 minutes away pa siya. May follow-up pa dyan. Saan ka na? Going na. Wala pong ibig sabihin niya na going na. Ibig sabihin, pwedeng naliligo pa lang siya, maliligo pa lang siya, hindi pa siya nakasuot ng damit. Right? Here's another one. Naano mo na yung ano? <laughs> Some silly things that we say. And lastly, okay, alam ko sobrang dami sa magot sa Facebook, no? Pero ito yung mga napili ko lang. Di ba? Yung may nakilala ka, tapos sina- tinan, sino siya? Tapos sabihin mo, si ano? Ano, di ba? Si, hindi mo kilala? Kaya nga niya tinatanong kung sino siya. Yan po yung favorite ni Tami at yan yung favorite kong sagot kay Tami. No? Pagkasabi sabi kilala mo siya, no? Hindi. Sino siya? Si ano, di ba? Tapos, yan, wala kami napupuntahan. Those are some silly things that we would say. And now, Paul, in Romans chapter 6, was going to repeat it once and for all. Kung ano yung some of the silliest conversations and debates that were happening during that time. And one of those debates was what Paul would address in Romans 6, verse 1 and 2. Okay? It says there, Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of His wonderful grace? Sabi ni Paul, Of course not! Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? So, ang argument nila dati na sobrang silly was this. 
Kung si Lord, pinapakita niya ang pag-ibig niya, every time I sin, should I sin more so that the grace of God might increase? Para mas ma-feel ko yung grace ni Lord. Sabi ni Paul, ano bang tanong yan? Di ba? Hindi porket mahal ka niya, magkakasala ka na magkakasala. You can no longer live in it. Of course not. This was in Romans 6. In Romans 3, ganun pa rin ang usapan. Kaya nga inulitan ni Paul. And Paul was saying, this might be the last time I'm going to address this. And Paul says in Romans 3.8, And some people even slander us by claiming that we say, the more we sin, the better it is. Those who say such things, they serve to be what? Condemned. Okay? Sabi ni Paul, you know, you deserve to be condemned with that kind of thinking. Right? And for some, dati na uso to, no, years ago na uso to, yung tinatawag nila sobrang radical ng grace ni Lord na kahit anong pagkasala mo, okay lang. Gusto mong dalawa ang misis mo, okay lang. Papatawarin ka ni Lord. Gusto mong uh, maglasing, okay lang. God will forgive you. Right? And so, Paul was making the same argument because it was a silly debate that was going on during that time. He was saying, now that you have been reconciled, naalala niyo last week natin, Romans 5, now that you have been justified, you've been reconciled with the Father, shall you go on sinning? Of course not. Do not do that. No? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined Him in His what? In His death. Okay? So, Paul now mentions the word baptism. Because in baptism, you've now died. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we may also live what? New lives. So from a concept in the mind, ni reconcile tayo ni Lord, love tayo ni God, the Father embraced us. This was what we preach uh, almost two weeks already on the same concept. Paul is now telling us, because we've been reconciled to the Father, tawag na mga theologians dyan, para sa gustong mas luma, lumalim ng kaunti, justification, na justified na tayo ni Lord, sabi ni Paul ngayon, okay, dahil justified ka na, you now need to live new lives. May translation po ang being reconciled to the Father to now living a new life as a Christian. Right? Because the problem many of us face is this. We think, and this is the story, if I accept Jesus, I go to heaven, I don't go to hell, and I could live my same life. But that, not, that has never been the presentation in the Scripture. In the Scripture, we see clearly that when we're reconciled to the Father, meron pong result of a changed life. A life that is transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Paul now was moving from, okay, batina kay ni Lord, ni God the Father, you're now reconciled, now you live new lives. From justification, you are now being changed. Binabago ka na ni Lord, and therefore, live a new life. Here's the, it's like something like this, no? So Romans 5, sabi niya, nagbati na kayo ni Lord, ni God the Father. No, Romans 6, tinatawid niya tayo. Ngayong bati na kayo ni Father, ni God the Father, right? Now that you've been reconciled with God through Jesus, you now will live with the Father. So 
ito yung sabi ko, the theological term is justification and sanctification. We're moving now from what Christ did to now a result of the justification which is us being changed. Binabago na tayo ni Lord. And Paul was making this case in Romans 6 because people were always justifying. Now that I'm justified, I can now sin more. No, he says, no, you cannot sin more because you're living with the Father. Meron ka na ba naging kaaway? Have you ever fought with somebody and then you said sorry? And when you said sorry, you hug, you embrace, you kiss, and you make up. And after that, nothing changed. Hindi ba weird? Na nag-sorry ka, and then it's as if you were never reconciled. Because you act the same way, you treat him rudely or treat her rudely, and there was no change, there was no repentance. There was no change in the status of the relationship. It's as if you've never reconciled. Paul was saying that when we're justified or reconciled with the Father, the next step is to live with the Father. Is to now walk with Jesus, to have fellowship with Jesus. This is our like our three F's in discipleship, diba? Follow Jesus. We will now follow my Lord and my Savior and my Father. Right? I will let Him lead me. Sanctification. I'm now living with the Father. Since we have been united in verse 5 with Him in His death, we will also be raised to life as He was. Because we've been justified to His death, now that we've been raised up, we will be raised up with God the Father. Again, Paul was saying, you have now to live with the Father. My effect, because you're living under the Father's love and under the Father's care and under the Father's rule, because He is your King, there should be a change in how we're going to live our lives. Naalala niyo 2 Corinthians 5.17? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. Behold, all things have become what? New. Bago na. A fresh start for you. A new beginning. So this is good news for many people who've lived under sin. You might be here today and you're saying, you know, I've messed up. I've done so many things to offend God. The good news is in Romans 6, now that you've been justified with God, the Bible says God has given you new life in Christ. He's now given you the power to change, to be transformed, not on your own flesh or strength, but in the strength of the Holy Spirit. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Make this personal. We know that the old Dennis was crucified with Christ so that the sin of Dennis might lose its power in Dennis' life. I am no longer a slave to my own past sins. I am now made new because the old one has died. I'm no longer that. The old life is gone. The new has come. Right? I'll explain this by giving my, my, my story. One of the things I struggle with is I love to please people. 
And when I say I love to please people, I want people to affirm me. I want people to say how great I am. I want the likes of people. No? Gustong gusto ko. Ayoko na one lang ang like ko. Gusto ko pag nag... Kaya dati addicted ako pag nagpo-post ako, tinitingnan ko kung ilan nagla-like sa akin. Di ba buti na lang, tinanggal na niya, no? Right? Yung sa Instagram, di mo na alam ilan. It's either one or a thousand, di ba? And never na ako mabot ng one thousand. No? And now, ang sarap, di ba? Kasi I've been set free from wanting what? Likes! Because I'm a people pleaser. I want people to say, oh, this is such a good job. Oh, galing-galing mo. Di ba? Oh, ganyan-ganyan mo. Oh, gwapo-gwapo mo. Kapal-kapal ang kilay mo. Lahat. Lahat ng affirmation na pwedeng sabihin, I would love that uhaw na uhaw ang insecurity ko. Gusto niya maging secure. Bakit? Kasi people pleaser ako yun. I do things because I want to feel successful. I want to feel powerful. That was who I am. Even when I was a Christian. And slowly, God had to do a heart surgery in me. From justification to what? Living with the Father. And the Father had to continually affirm me, not by liking my post, but by saying, you are my son with whom I am well pleased. You are my good and faithful son. You can now call me Abba Father. You see, I'm living with the Father now. The in- I'm not saying wala na akong insecurity, minsan meron pa rin. But then slowly, slowly, God has been taking it away. Na wala na akong pakialam kung shinare niyo yung post ko, hindi. Magpo-post ako dahil gusto ko lang. You see, as a people pleaser, it was hard. It took years. It took a lot of humbling it took a lot of tears, a lot of repentance, a lot of rebuking, especially from my wife. Telling me how proud I am and how I'm living my life not for God but for others. Somebody had to remind me that I live for the audience of one, not for the audience of the thousands. What's your old self? What are some areas in your life that God has been trying to pinpoint? and saying, you know, you've been justified. Bati na tayo eh. Andito ka na sa bahay ko. I love you so much already. What are the things that the Lord is telling you? That you need to repent of. That you need to change. Attitudes, character, expose the things in my heart, oh Lord. Because you know what's in my heart. Maybe it's lust, unforgiveness, bitterness, Anger issues, losing temper, covetousness, jealousy, addict ka sa shopping, addict ka kung saan bagay. What are those things? The Lord is saying, as you live with the Father, I will start to change you. Why? Not because you have a to-do list, but because the Lord is reminding you who you are. You are my child. You are dearly loved. Imagine nyo. Imagine lang naman. Imagine nyo, hindi ko kasi alam paano yung dynamics ng pamilya nyo. Imagine you have parents who love you no matter what. Whether you get an A or you get a C in school. No matter what grade you have, you will eat dinner tonight. You will be loved. You will be given a toy. You'll be hugged, embraced, 
and communicated how much they love you no matter what. How would that feel? Liberating, right? Because now I don't need to perform. Yet you also understand, because my parents love me so much, I know, dito sa pamilya na to, kailangan ko galingan. Hindi dahil na-pressure ako, kundi dahil love na love ako ng magulang ko. Right? Remember who you are. You are a child of God. You're not a quitter. You are a child of God. You are an overcomer. You're a child of God. You're a victor, not a loser. Why? Because you are in the love of the Father. You're not a fearful child. You're a faithful child. Because God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Know who you are. Know whose you are. Know who your Father is. And live with the Father so that you can die to your old self and live your new life. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. When you died with Christ, you were set free from the power of sin. Remove sin and put your favorite sin there. Because you have died with Christ, we were set free from the power of your addiction. From the power of porn, from the power of lust, from the power of unforgiveness. It is no longer any hold on you while you are with the Father. You've died with the Father, now you live with the Father. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with Him. How powerful. You know, I'm memorizing verses now on a weekly basis. And my verse last week was Colossians 3, 1 to 3. It says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Set your mind on things that are above and not on things on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. Such a powerful verse. Habang minimeditate ko, yung umangat sa akin, yung nakasulat sa verse 3, for you have died. It's like, wow! Patay na ako. I've been baptized into His death. And now my life is hidden with Christ in God. This was what Paul was saying. I've already died to my sin. Just like the TV who just died now. I've died to my sin. And now my life is hidden with Christ in God. What does that mean? That when you look at me, you don't see me. You see Christ. I walk with the Master. And I get smaller and smaller and the Master gets bigger and bigger. This is the role. This is the life that we have embraced. A life that is dead to sin and alive in Christ. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. Verse 9, we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and He will never die again. Paul now was writing a letter of victory. Death no longer has any power over Him. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Death could no longer defeat our God and we're followers of this God. We are overcomers. 
We will reign with life in Christ, Romans 5. Jesus wants us to reign in life by His grace. When He died, He died once to break the power of sin. Ah, yung power ng cross, grabe. When He died, how many times? You only have to die once to break the power of sin. But now that He lives, He lives with the glory of God. In His death, like last week, death of Adam, death of Christ, life came, the virus destroyed. Now He says when He died, He died once to break the power of sin. But now that He lives, because my Jesus lives, He lives for the glory of God. And as His Son, I live for the glory of God. My every move, my every action is to live for the glory of God. Let me end in this last verse. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. What was Paul telling us? Consider mo din. If this Jesus died and now he lives in glory, you should also consider yourselves, if you're saying you're living with the Father, to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Let me end with this verse that Paul wrote in Galatians 2.20. And I believe this is a verse that summarizes Romans 6, 1 to 11. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which now I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Our life is hidden with Christ in God. We are a reflection of God to the world around us, image bearers. And Paul was saying, I want you to live with the Father. Consider living with the Father. Don't just get stuck in being reconciled and nagsori ka lang. But start living with the Father and let the Father change you. I want to end by praying and we'll be partaking of the communion in a while. But I want to pray for you today. I want to pray for you if you've been stuck with the concept of Christianity. Where when faith has become so intellectual only for you that it has never uh, went down to your heart and your soul so that your life exemplifies what justification really means, what it means to be reconciled with God. Paul had to write this letter because many people were trying to make the gospel a philosophy rather than a lifestyle. And maybe that's you. Yung Christianity sa'yo, alam mo lahat. You've memorized the verses. You've been a Sunday Christian. You've been faithful in all our online services. Now is the time to let the power of God transform and change you. And how do you do that? Very simple. Live with the Father every day in everything that you do. 
Let's bow down our heads and pray. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this powerful reminder by Paul that our faith is lived out with the Father. Lord, you want to have fellowship with us. You want us to be in the household of our Father under the care of a loving, gracious, powerful, life-giving Abba Father. A Father who has gone great lengths to be reconciled with us. And now a Father who opens up His house and tells us, have fellowship with me. Lord, I pray that we would hunger and thirst for the presence of God in our lives. Let there be new hunger and new thirst right now to come forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, to everybody listening to this message right now, I want you to put your hand in your heart and I want you to pray a prayer, God, I rededicate my life to you. I want this faith to be real. I want this faith to be lived out. Jesus, come. Jesus, do your work in us today. We want to live with you, for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.